0: you're listening to how we see it a look at issues and ministries that are having an impact in our community and world if you missed any of today's program you'll find a copy on spirit FM's soundcloud page there's a link to it at myspiritfm.com now
1: back to our program On this edition of How We See It, we've invited our friend Lou Ricardo, who's the Director of Marketing for Catholic Charities here in the Diocese of St. Petersburg, to talk a little bit about some of the events coming up with Catholic Charities and how you might be able to support our friends in need. Lou, welcome back to the studio. Thanks for having us, John. We appreciate your help. Tell me, what's going on?
0: Well, uh, you know, we have different fundraisers throughout the year. One of the ones that took a hiatus because of the COVID Mm -hmm. uh, virus, has come back, and that's the Valspar Open. It's called Birdies for Tampa Bay Charity. It takes place at the Copperhead Course at Ennisbrook uh, Resort in Palm Harbor, and uh, they've been doing it for 40 years and generated over $40 million in charitable contributions for the greater Tampa Bay area. We've partnered with them for the last five, six, seven years. They've brought it back this year, and we're looking for folks to support us. Okay, how, how can people support? All you need to do is there's ways to, to reach information. Go on to our website, ccdosp.org, on the fundraisers tab on the menu at the top, you'll see all the find all the information you need on the birdies for Tampa Bay Charities fundraiser. And basically what you do is the idea is if you love golf and it's a way to attract a different group of people, but if you're a golf lover, the real way to do it is you guess how many birdies you think all the PGA tour players are going to score during the event. You can purchase guesses online at Catholic Charities, or you could text the word birdies to 91999. You guess the number of total birdies you think the players will score. You can buy guesses. You can buy up to 30 guesses, and that will cost $500. One guess costs $20. If you win, and you're selected, you win four round trip airline tickets to anywhere in the continental U.S. Wow! So it's a little fun, you know. If you're if you're a fantasy football guy, and you, you take that into golf, and you 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 know you want to guess the number of birdies, uh, we have a on our website. On the donation form, we have the historical number of birdies. You can have a little fun with it and watch some golf, but also track that. So the the golf course is a pretty challenging
1: course. So let's say you have a golfer that shoots uh, on average three under par, a, a sixty nine for one round, and he you know that goes over four days, three under is twelve. So it's twelve birdies right there for one golfer, right? And you have sixty golfers, I'll say starting Thursday, and then there's a cut after that. So you you can see it could really range widely. I mean, some players will shoot a 65, 63. Others will shoot no birdies and <laughs> get cuts.
0: So. Yeah, it, it is amazing over the past 10 years the number of birdies. I mean, the range is, is pretty tight. It's like between 1,300 and 1,500 wow. birdies are scored in total during the tournament. So. How much money have y'all raised in the past? The most we raised prior to COVID was, I think, uh, $8,000. Okay. So, it, it, But we only focused on our free medical clinics. Okay. And so it's a much smaller group. This year, we've changed it up, and we're opening up to all of our programs. Okay. And if you have a passion for the medical clinics, great. You can designate that as where you want your donation to go. If you have a passion for immigration services or affordable housing or homeless shelters, you can support those. Uh, The wonderful thing is every dollar you give, and it does go to Copperhead Charities, it flows through back to us. There are no fees. And then they put a 15% bonus. Okay, So they're a nonprofit, and they add 15% of the total. So we expect more this year because we're opening up much more broadly than just our medical clinic supporters.
1: Right, right. right. Go to ccdosp.org to find out a lot more about that. You can give uh, different ways also. Right. You can, you know,
0: if, you, if you're not a fan of putting your credit card online, you can write a check. The information's there on our website. Write a check, mail it in to them. And again, the money will flow through to us. Or again, you can go online, use your credit card, and do it straight online or text the word birdies right. to 91999.
1: Okay. Let me shift gears real quick. I, I recently read a release that uh, you mentioned the medical clinics. You hired a new doctor, as I understand.
0: Yeah, we have a new volunteer director. His name is Dr. Carlos Lamute. He's a well-known OBGYN, currently practicing a BayCare medical group in Plant City, and he's replacing our longtime medical director, Dr. Brather, who who recently retired. So we're grateful for him to step up, to volunteer and provide oversight to our pregnancy centers. So uh, we're looking forward to his uh, his role in helping us grow our pregnancy centers. And
1: it's important to know that you don't have to be a physician, to volunteer to help out at the pregnancy centers, especially now that the laws have changed and more
0: people are taking their pregnancy f- to term now, but they're, they're, they need help. Yeah, we need people to answer phones, people to be with clients, while, assist them while they're there. We have many donations, so keeping track of our baby boutique and formula and diapers, et cetera, uh, supplies, we, we can use a lot of people. Sure. Well, Lou, it's always good to talk to you. I'm sure
1: we'll be talking again in the next month or so about more of the great things uh, that are happening with Catholic Charities, and we want to do a follow-up on how you did with the Birdies for charity. Thank you, John. Appreciate your support. Now I want to turn our attention to another aspect of Catholic Charities, of which Spirit FM is being a part of. Deacon Mike Sweeney had an opportunity to talk with Avery Bellamy about the Easter Baskets of Plenty program that Spirit FM is partnering with with Catholic Charities. Here's part of that conversation. Hello, Avery. Welcome.
2: Thank you, Deacon Mike. It's a pleasure to be here. It's
3: nice to have you. You're going to talk to us a little bit about the Easter Basket of Plenty Drive You are in my lane right now because I love me some Easter baskets filled with chocolate and things like that. And that's what this is all about, right? Collecting candies for the deacons of the diocese.
2: Oh, you wish. We are collecting wonderful supplies to make Easter baskets for 500 children living at the San Jose Mission and the San Juan Diego Mission. Now, this is the third annual Easter Basket of Plenty Drive It kicked off back in 2020 And now we get to bring joy to the children of the San Jose Mission again.
3: That's beautiful. What kind of items are you collecting?
2: So the items that we collect involved pacifiers, diapers, baby wipes, outside soccer balls, bouncy balls, bubbles, chalks, hair accessories, deodorants, socks, notebooks, markers. So you'll see that these items just aren't the fun toys and crafts. They're also necessities. They're things that these children need. And so we stuff the baskets full and the children are so thankful and the parents as well.
3: But it's, it's not only items of need, it's also the fun stuff as well.
2: Of course. Yeah. We want to give these children joy on Easter, just like every other child out there. So we put candy in there, you know, the chalk, the bubbles, and the children get so excited that they've dropped their Easter baskets, pull out the toys, and start playing right there at the event.
3: These are families that really can't afford to buy these items. So this might be the first toy this child has received in their life as possible.
2: Correct, so the San Jose Mission is affordable housing community for farm worker families. So these families, they don't have a lot. They're at the San Jose Mission. The San Jose Mission provides housing. They provide um, counseling. They also provide food, some clothing, and just all around services that these families could need. So the Easter basket drive brings the fun to San Jose Mission. It brings the regular Easter holiday that all of us get to participate in to the mission.
3: It's beautiful as Catholics. It's beautiful when we spread the gospel message, especially about Easter and the resurrection. But as a child, you need to be able to celebrate with the Easter Bunny and all that other fun stuff. So I'm glad that you're doing this again, third year in a row. How were the previous two years? How successful?
2: very successful. So the aim is to make 500 Easter baskets. And the first year we handed out 460 Easter baskets on Holy Saturday. The rest were distributed on Easter Sunday when the children came for mass because not all the children can come on Holy Saturday because their parents are working and they couldn't bring them. And then the second year, we handed out 480 baskets. And then the same thing, we handed out the rest. So this year, I bet more people will turn out. Awareness is growing. The children know. They're excited for it. The parents are ready.
3: Things are very expensive in grocery stores.
2: Yes. And actually, the families that work there, they mainly work in agriculture. So they work the farms for the strawberries. And it's been a very bad season for the strawberries. Really? It has. um, It's been extra cold. The strawberries have been dying. It hasn't been as plentiful as other years. So the parents haven't been able to get as much work... And therefore, they haven't been making that much money as they used to to support their families. So there is a higher need this year to provide some necessities for the children. But also, like you stated, it's fun for the children to be able to participate in the secular aspects of the Easter holiday, just like all the other children out there.
3: If somebody wants to participate in this, they want to give some items to this drive, Can you list off some of the items that you are collecting and where can people bring the items?
2: Okay, so there are actually four ways to donate and participate in this Easter basket drive. So one is you shop for the items, for example, the crafts, the toys, the candy, and then you drop them off at drop-off locations. For one Spirit FM is a drop-off location. Also, they'll be on the road for their fish fry tour, and they'll be at different parishes, and you can learn more on their website about when and where. You can also go to the website and find more drop-off locations to see if your parish is participating. A second way to participate is to use Amazon. Believe it or not, there's something called Amazon Smile. You can go to our website and find the direct link to Amazon Smile. We have all the items that we need. You put it in your cart, you purchase it, and it delivers it directly to Catholic Charities.
3: So you don't have to worry about finding an item that's good for the child. You have it listed there. You can do some clicking and buy the item right on Amazon.
2: Correct. Nice and easy. It has all the items already there from the diapers to the bubbles to the soccer balls already picked out. You just click. And then you hit purchase and it sends it our way. So nice and easy.
3: You are not looking for used items, correct? Correct. So just new. If somebody goes out and they're at Walmart or wherever else and they purchase some items to donate, where can they bring them? You said Spirit FM is one place, but
2: surely there are others. Yes, there are. The San Jose Mission for one. And also some other participants would be Holy Family Catholic Church in St. Petersburg. Mother Teresa of Calcutta Catholic School all the way up in Lutz, as well as St. Timothy, which is their partner parish. St. Anthony Catholic School all the way up in San Antonio. And then you'll have St. Anne Catholic Church all the way down in Ruskin. And more. So that's just a good um, little demonstration about how the parishes are stretched out. So if you are up north or if you're down south and you're not close to Dover, which is where the mission is located, you can participate. It's spread out throughout the whole Diocese of St. Petersburg, and more parishes and schools are joining every day.
3: Beautiful. What's the time limit for this?
2: Yes. So the drive kicked off on Ash Wednesday as it always does every year, to start the Lenten season. And this year will be ending on March 31st. So it gives our Catholic Charities team enough time to collect the items and create the baskets and get everything ready for Holy Saturday.
3: Catholic Charities is one of my favorite charities out there. It's all over the place And they do incredible work here in the diocese. I was looking up some stats of just what happened in the past year. And you are looking at over 10,000 people served just in our diocese. 4,500 individuals housed, which is amazing. I don't know if people realize the homeless issue that we have in this Tampa Bay area.
2: Yes, the homeless situation in the area, especially over the last year since COVID hit, has been growing. More and more people are on the streets, and it's not just the men and women that you see by themselves, it's families. So a lot of people don't think, oh, a family could be homeless. Yes, they are. They're homeless all the time. And where do these families go? So Catholic Charities has homeless shelters, so there are emergency shelters to just get people off the streets. For example, Tampa Hope, which opened last year, but also that we have affordable housing communities. So that is what the San Jose Mission is, to get families in affordable housing communities. They do pay rent, but they pay it according to their income. So it's not overly priced, and it is too be the solution to homelessness. So the homeless shelters is a temporary solution to try and get people off the street for the night, back into good jobs, but affordable housing with Catholic Charities is also a part of Bishop Park's initiative to get more and more families off the streets into affordable housing. It is a part of his Courageously Living the Gospel appeal, and Catholic Charities has opened three new affordable housing communities within the last year, looking to open another one called St. Benedict Affordable Housing, all the way up in Citrus County coming this spring.
3: We're talking with Avery Bellamy, Marketing Communications Coordinator for Catholic Charities in the Diocese of St. Petersburg. Avery, thank you for coming in today.
2: Thank you for having me.
3: Thanks for listening to today's
0: program. This presentation and others like it are made possible by supporters like you. If you'd like a copy of today's program, make comments or suggestions, and to help us keep this important programming on the air, visit MySpiritFM.com slash it